I'll get over this. I'll, I'll maybe I'll run across the street to Rite Aid and I'll buy I don't know what God knows what put in my body and and I will get to that standard and I will meet Lana's friends what because a I terrible want to idea. So I tell her because there's no way you can make a good first impression. Your wit is too dulled. Yes. Your sunken cheeks, sweating sunken cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> so I sleep all day. Hollow eyes. You're like that guy's a creep. Yeah. I empty my body. Does out. he have AIDS? So you know that, um, what is it, like a Humvee type thing, which has the the plywood boards on front of the tires down the street, makes it oh. look like Mad Max? Oh, uh, he's a big Trump guy, that guy. Okay, well, politi- political allegiance aside. Mm-hmm. Is this it, the guy parked in front of the castle? Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? Because it's been there for, what, a year, two years? Like, I thought shit gets towed after a while. Ah, uh, he moves it. He does. Yeah. He's a weird guy. And I, I'm not judging him on his political leanings, of course. I'm an independent. Right, right, right. But uh, he made that damn castle. The uh, whole neighborhood was up in arms. Uh, so just so the audience understands, a guy literally, <laughs> literally yeah. built a castle yeah. on our nice, little, uh, our nice little street. Yeah. Huge medieval times. A man. medieval times looking motherfucker. Maybe I'll sneak a picture of it so we can it's post so it. It's so bizarre to do that. It, like, it fits into the, the hopper of things people pay exorbitant amounts of money for that i don't know how to finish the sentence Mm -hmm. but um it costs a great deal of money to make your house look like a medieval castle he's a set director for the movie biz so maybe you got to deal with some maybe but still i didn't know you could vote for trump and work in hollywood it's pretty crazy. <laughs> well, get this, get this. So he tried, him and his wife, who are a little bit older, uh, they tried cashing in a couple years ago. So they put the house up on market. What do you mean? Well, they tried, you, you sell high here. You sell your house that you've lived Got in it. for 25 years that you yeah. paid 300 grand for. Now someone's telling you it's worth I, three. I don't know why I asked for clarification on that. It was pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, uh, I'm on skates right now. We'll get into the food poisoning talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that you meant cashing out meant something to do with committing suicide and life insurance. Uh, honest oh, to God. No. Honest to God, well, that's what I thought. Well, he said cashing in, and cashing out often is when someone dies. Yeah. Right, so cashing can, out. Yeah. That so makes can, sense. There's contact, Dylan. We have an, a, a relationship where I could completely understand why that's what you would have thought. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they tried to put that house up for sale for like 2.7, 2.8. Unbelievable. A fucking castle. Unbelievable. And if you watch anything on HGTV, yeah. it's always the wife that decides to buy the house. And no wife with her functioning brain right. would tell her husband she's co-signing on a fucking castle. Yeah. Unless p- she's a princess. Right, you know. unless she's a princess. Does it have a moat? It probably does, I don't know. I try not to make eye contact. The slice of him. pie you need to find in the market for a buyer like that is... So we want an artist. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's 12.30 on Thanksgiving evening and you've already had three slices of pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. So you take just a little tiny sliver. Mm-hmm. I don't need to, you know. Yeah, I, I, I guess, yeah, I'm okay. just, I'm What you're saying is there's a small percentage of the population yeah. that would buy a castle. 
There, there has been just an. That's in, exactly what I'm saying. There has been an influx of people to Los Angeles from Camelot recently. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually could see that uh, flying. Well, it didn't I happen. Did. They took it off the market. They lowered it. By the way, you want to talk about uh, lowering your expectations? They dropped it to like two four, like a, like a half a million dollars price reduction. Still didn't fucking move in in this so called rabid uh, market of buyers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they took it off the market, and now uh, I stare at that weird vehicle every day when i drive home and he always has these wood panels why the wood panels i have no clue maybe it's so someone can't stab his tires without you know but they can move the wood might might take a second that will allow him to get his uh his rifle out and start firing got it it. stand his ground yeah you know it's crazy i read about that camelot thing in the hill the other day it's i don't know why they're because camelot seems so cool I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so this is another podcast show. It's a show where we gab and goof about really whatever oh. is the top of mind. I'm Dylan Saddle up next to one real Nicholas Davis. What's going on, everybody? I produce the podcast over there behind my glasses. Hey, I'm feeling better than Dylan, obviously. Yeah, so um, I'm not feeling good right now. Uh, I've gotten over the demon that uh, you know took over my body, essentially. Uh, I needed a biological exorcism. With the help of some NyQuil and charcoal pills and Pepto-Bismol, uh, a good amount of Gatorade, maybe a little chicken broth. But, um, you know, it's so funny. I think I sustained the demon through uh, an afterthought in the culinary world, which is add protein okay. to the salad. Mm-hmm. And I would advise everybody to, if you ever have an option to add protein, to not do it because... Oftentimes, it does not make the salad better because the protein that is marketed as an add-on is an afterthought. It is not prepared or meant to be on that. It is simply that, an Mm add-on. You know, so... A salad is a dance of ingredients. Yes. A uh, well-choreographed dance. All of it should... Come together as one. Yeah, you add that cold uh, piece of grilled chicken that's sitting in a whole other side of the kitchen. It ruins the vibe. Throw it on there for two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, try five ninety five. But yeah, yeah. what uh, was the proprietor of the salad with the ad protein? Now that listen, killed you. I love this restaurant. It is a valley Sweet greens. No, it is a valley staple. Um, they make delicious paninis, although they are putting avocados in them more frequently, and avocados are a Los Angeles thing. They don't suit everything well, but people in Los Angeles seem to think they do. They make things slippery. They make things slidey. But with that being said, and the food poisoning they gave me, I do still love Il Tremazino. I knew you were going to say that. I love that place. Yeah, it's a delicious the, the place. The pesto chicken panini yeah, is just it's, it's beautiful. It's tough to beat. Yeah, what are it's you a doing beautiful on this sandwich. side of the valley? You live on the other side of the hill. Well, That's my mother spot. lives here. My, my, family, uh, my family home is in Studio City. So anyways, I got a kale salad, uh, trying to thin down, trying to get hot for the podcast once me and Nick transform into our... Uh, hottest selves that's when we will begin to uh be like jake paul we can ascent and and battle uh Kristen cavallari and steven for the number one uh spot on apple podcast that's unbelievable that you said back to to the beach will be number two and another podcast show will be number one heather mcdonald on that same thing showed up at number four on comedy podcast right behind the conan o'brien podcast so anyways um it is this this kind of afterthought of a chicken breast this this cold almost wet wet inside 
which would signify that it's been, I don't know, hanging out somewhere. <laughs> or just unthawed. Unthawed. On a pan. Bleeding out. I, 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 bleeding out is such a good word because it might have been cooked that morning, left out for too long. But what happened to me was woke up at 6 a.m., Jocko. Oh, sorry. Quick question. Cause yeah. This is the fun part of food poisoning. Right. At what point did you eat uh, the, the, the food that you think did it to you? Ate the food about 9 o'clock at night. Exactly. That's the timeline. Mm-hmm. Ate the food about the 9 o'clock at night. gestation period of the bacteria having its way with the, your innards. On right. Monday night. Yes. You ate it, yes. Yeah. And, and then Monday night, 9 o'clock. Stricken Tuesday. Stricken Tuesday morning. Wake up at 6 a.m. to write, Jocko. Have a glass of tea. And so I am, magic mind. I Magic mind. I immediately. Some Organifi. Have, some Athletic Greens. Yeah, all those things. And then I immediately have to go to sleep again. I'm magic exhausted. Spoon. Go to sleep, wake up, start writing notes on the Is Bachelor. Is your tummy rumbling? Do My you know tummy sp- begins to shoot tendrils of pain in my torso it, it's almost like this sphere of nasty where it'll hit different quadrants of my stomach, and <laughs> I am just not doing well. I have to close the computer and just lay down. I'm beginning to succumb to this evil, and first is weakness, and the weakness will get exponentially worse and worse and worse and worse to the point where I'm literally moaning aloud. I, I don't have any agency over the sounds I'm making. They are natural. They are coming forth from my body trying to audibly dispel the bacteria now, now that I, is trying to fucking kill me. Dylan, bleep this out if this is inappropriate, but you share an apartment with your lovely wife, Cecilia, and her sister. Is that my it? sister-in-law is in Bali. She's actually on a below-deck vacation right now. Oh, she is? Yeah, she's in a uh, yacht in Bali. Oh, the reasoning uh, for mentioning it is uh, I like this movie that came out like 20 years ago with Leonardo DiCaprio called The Beach. And uh, you ever see it? Yeah, it's notoriously a terrible movie. Oh, okay. Well, uh, one of the guys that goes to this uh, new paradise and society that they've created... Uh, gets uh, mauled by a bull shark right and uh he's like you know uh not doing too well and he starts moaning a little too much sure and i just uh so they uh d- decide the way to uh, solve that annoyance they kill is him to, uh, well no they just well kind of yeah uh they just drag his moaning body out to the middle of the jungle and just leave him there for right. his uh his sure. own devices uh, i could see a uh, cc and uh your sister-in-law at some point with you moaning i just had a funny thought of them uh sure. carrying you out to the backyard yeah. and leaving you there Thanks, that's dangerous that, yeah. that, that's like a Siren song for zombies to come feed on or his a body. Coyote. Totally, coyote. totally. Sorry for that uh, digression. No, no, no. It's uh, cats have that too. When our dear Betty got uh, cancer and we took her to the vet, we would bring her home, and our dear Dot would smell the weakness on her, and she would hiss at her, knowing that she was close to the end and that she did not have time to suffer this kind of weakness. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of brutal. But uh, luckily, my wife did not treat me like that. She took care of me as best as she could. Uh, but lots of Lots of bowel movements, lots of throwing up in the same uh, toilet I was having bowel movements in. Uh, just really, really yucky Can stuff. Can I tell you one of the cruel uh, jokes of uh, food poisoning is dehydration. Oh, my so God. So it's like this uh, Sophie's choice of uh, your body's craving liquid because, you know, you vomited all the liquid but, out of your body. But you don't. And you're like, I need it. So then you do it. 
But after the first time, you realize that the cruel joke is your body now has... It has ammunition now, yes. Now it can once again purge itself. Right, And this will play out over and over and over again. It's like like you got kicked out of a bar, but you just keep sneaking in. The bouncer's like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing back here? To the liquid that's going in your body. Sure. The liquid is the person that got kicked out of the bar. You have gotten Mm. kicked out of a bar and snuck back in? Oh, in college all the time. It was a little game. How many times could you sneak back in? I'm banned for Burrito Loco, and it would just be a game. I'd walk in with a group of people, and then, then I'd get spotted, and we, the dance would continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the liquid again going into your body. I've been thrown out of a bar one time in my life, the boot in New Orleans, if people have been. You got the boot from the boot? I got the boot from the boot. I made fun of the bouncer's hat, and uh, he stamped me in the face with a dolphin stamp which they were using to stamp people's hands. So I had a dolphin right going along the bridge of my nose. And then he shoved me into the bouncer who was six foot four and 250 pounds who picked me up like I was a scarecrow and threw me out against the uh, railing of the line. What kind of hat was it? Uh, It was like this Abercrombie and Fitch one that looked like it had been frayed, uh, but purposely frayed. So I was like, you've been on a lot of fishing trips with that hat? Something like that, yeah, and I, he. Uh, I was a little piece of shit, twenty year old. So you know, I don't. I don't blame the man. Honestly, no, I don't blame him. You, you could get yourself in trouble not having a fashion sense when you're a young man and walking into like a A and F or American Eagle and buy, start buying accessories. So, right. Uh, I, I was no stranger walking out of there with a stone necklace that I wore once, got Un- made fun of, and then didn't have the confidence to yeah, do it again. Totally. Totally. The a visor Amer- one time? Yeah. Um, from Aero Pastel? Yeah, American Eagle and Abercrombie & Fitch and Aero Pastel, I would say 50% of their wardrobe is understated, and then 50% of their wardrobe is things you will be 100% made fun of, mm-hmm. and then it will be on you to return it or just say goodbye to the money. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, the silver lining is eight pounds down one day. Yeah. And think about it. Eight pounds in one day. How is that possible? I was sensing like some... It's all some, water. You were like sad or you, you... It was miserable, I guess. But why did you get that salad? Because you wanted to st- stay sure. skinny, Dylan. And sure. I feel like you achieved your goal. So thank you. What's that place you like? Uh, El Tremzino. El Tremzino. They, they make unbelievable food and I will go back there. I just... Can you give me the shitty chicken again so I can lose eight I'll pounds? never add protein onto any salad because, once again, it is an afterthought and an expensive one at that. So the weird thing was when I was in the throes of it all, literally having delirium to kind of um, visions of dying, like very, very vivid visions of dying, my wife shaking me and not being able to wake me up, blacking out not like going to sleep and then waking up i mean snapping awake and panicking for a split second because i just wasn't aware of what was going on with all that being said the moaning the sweating the hot the cold the chills the sweat the yes the no the yes and the no i mean eight pounds is a lot for one day i mean i might do it again oh yeah i i i mean 
if you if you need to lose 20 pounds but they say you know your you, the genie pops up and says you'll get four days of food poisoning would you take it you know i don't know if well, i would if you're gonna accept an academy award and you gotta lose that weight for to mm-hmm. be on stage and all the red carpet photos <laughs> right if you could line that up i bet most actors or actresses would take that would you take that four days of absolute fucking misery well probably not just because it's so painful but dylan the and the fleeting you, nature of the lost weight it comes back immediately it that's, comes back immediately that's true but over. your stomach is quite small, small at this point. So this would be a time to realign your thought on exactly what is your uh, nutritional diet and, and overeating. A cleanse know? of sorts. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a Yesterday refresher. I had... Uh, I cut off your thoughts. Sorry. That's okay. I had uh, probably 10 spoonfuls of chicken broth, half a blueberry smoothie, at water and Gatorade. That's all I had And what'd you eat today? Probably nothing too. Half a turkey sandwich. You're going to lose more money, t- uh, m- more weight today. Yeah. I know. It's actually, it's a, it reaps benefits days after because your appetite is gone. So would I do it again? Honestly, I think I would. Mm. As miserable as it was, shitting black because of the charcoal, moaning, crying one time, one tear. Mm. Because of the tendrils <clears throat> of the pain, I just, I would do it again. Can I tell my, uh, my first uh, uh, food poisoning story? Because I've only been uh, food poisoning uh, twice. Yeah. Once, 20 years ago. Uh, I had some bad guacamole at El Coyote, a wonderful Mexican restaurant. Well, I think no. it was just sitting on the table too long. Why do people say that it's a wonderful Mexican restaurant? Why do people say that Casa Vega is a wonderful Mexican restaurant? Like just because it has kitsch doesn't make it wonderful. The well, food is inedible. And, uh, You'll get sick if you go there. Well, okay. It's a Mexican restaurant. It's a Mexican restaurant. It's got a, it's got a lot of <laughs> vibe in there. So, And I think that guacamole, because it was like a group outing, I forget it was someone's birthday, I probably showed up two hours after the party started. Who knows how long that guacamole had, in fact, uh, been rotting on It that, had been oxidizing, yeah. Table. So right. I ate that, and I didn't even know what I had. All right, so this is uh, basically 20 years ago. And I still had that job at that North American insurance sure, company. Yeah. So uh, I were had, you at your Galway? Yeah, I was in the boy band. Right. Actually, some of the boy band guys were there. So maybe. Oh yes, one of them was dating a, a, the Pink Power Ranger. Maybe, and they, it was her birthday. Oh, oh my I love god! The, I love the Pink Power. Oh, Ranger. she was hot. She was. Da- he was yeah, dating the Kimberly. Pl- the keyboard player in the band was dating Kimberly. So we go there. One of the first loves of my life, and I bet I know what happened. You guys were competitive with one another, right? Within um, the band, I, I never stepped on another band member's toes. No, not in that you way. Fucked a Black Ranger, but you—you huh? you guys were all in the same band. I bet somebody put oh, some visine in that, and somebody oh, took t- you out. Took me out. Yeah. Well, I was in love at that point because I was dating Lebanese Lana. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we were only dating a month, so I showed up at this thing, and I was just going to hang out for a little bit because I—I was scared. I was—I uh, was on. You know, when you're dating someone new and. She was acting kind of a little jealous, but it was hot at that point. And I really wanted to get back to her place in Brentwood so that, uh, you know, we could, you know, uh, have, have sex. sex. So uh, I head back there. We, oh, how was it? We, we hang out. We do the dance. I go to sleep. Right, because you are within the window of, of aliveness to where you can make love. Oh, I'm not feeling anything at all. Right. This is when the bacteria in my body starts right. doing its, its thing. It begins cooking. Now, I know I know this girl officially for a month, so I'm not going to take a dump in her bathroom. Sure. So We've I'm got an along came Polly situation. Off, <laughs> fighting off what's happening to my body. Right, right. So I throw up. And, it, the, you know, as most of us had food poisoning, it wants to come out of every office. I think if there was a tunnel out of your earlobes, it would come out of there, yeah, too. Yeah, So I'm fighting it off. And Not I, a sinus thing, though, which is... I've sworn off vaping because of the, but I've I've been getting sorry to interrupt no, no, but I've please. been getting too, what a life change I've <laughs> been getting too sick 
too often. And it's because I got the vaccine. I pointed this out but last night. But I <laughs> am getting too sick too often. And the vaping is bad, okay? I am sucking down these robot baby dicks that are aloe melon mango ice flavor. Everyone ha- needs to have a vice, Dylan. And I'm just, it is, it is brought down my walls. My constitution is through the floor. Um, so I welcomed a sickness that did not clog my sinuses up, make me stuffy, give me sore nose, make my nose raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I now have given up the vaping, I have to smoke cigarettes, which is ruining my bowels. Go ahead. I, I'm I'm on skates. I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's okay. Maybe this story will uh, make you feel better, or perhaps give you a chuckle or two. But did you ever meet any other rangers? Uh, yeah. Jason, actually, my up, Zach, my Billy? upstairs neighbor, Pakalika, who was a member of uh, this band called the uh, Cottonmouth Kings, he was a Power Ranger for a couple minutes too. I think that was his claim to fame. He's dead now. Um, he's dead. He died suddenly. He's dead. He's a really nice guy. I feel bad about saying that. I wonder if he met Lois. Mm-hmm. Watch. Or uh, housewives. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, back to my story. Yeah, sorry. So I vomit, and somehow that gets me to 6.30 in the morning without pooping in her bathroom. Right. And the alarm clock goes off. I got to hop in my Saturn SL, you, and I got to drive on over to Woodland Hills to do a day of data entry for North American Insurance. So you tithed to the bacteria to stave it away for a little bit. I did, Well, I didn't know what it was at this point. Right. Okay? So I get to my uh, cubicle, and I had a wonderful supervisor named Barbara, uh, she was like a mother to me, and uh, I'm working. I'm trying to work, and I have I'm full on because food poisoning. you she was you had her in the palm of your hand. You manipulated her and were able to get her to fire people or well not I, fire her you. Her and Jeff, I they were uh, th- that's a tale for another time. Right, right. But anyway, yes, I had a good relationship with both my supervisor and the manager of North American Insurance. Yeah. So uh, your first two marks for the forty eight laws of power, I feel. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Befriend the people in power. Right. Mm-hmm. So I uh, and the people in accounting. Yeah, that was a tip. I told yeah, me that, that was oh, that's yeah. 40, 47. Always befriend the person that runs the human resource department, okay? Because they'll right. tip you off. Like, hey, someone's saying that uh, you're uh, offering free back massages in your cubicle. Don't do that anymore. Don't <laughs> yeah. get your ass fired. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, or, or accounting, like Johnny, he'll, he'll give me my paycheck two weeks early if I right. Ask. Or he'll let you know, hey, this is uh, we've been in the red for. Three, four months, they're looking to sell, so I would... Uh, get out. I would get <laughs> Start out. looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I show up at this North American insurance job. Severance and is going to be thin. I have to keep going to the bathroom because now it's coming out of both holes. But I don't know what the fuck to do. Is it going to stop? I'm such a tough little bastard that I'm not going to give up my $16 an hour job and right, go home. Right, And I didn't even realize that Barbara says, what a sweet lady. She says... Pat, use one of your sick days. You can go home. Right. You're still going to get paid. What a novel idea. You got five of those. Yeah. I was like, I got five of those. She goes, you also got bank days. I'm like, what's that? She says, no clue, but it's a day off. It's like, nice. All right, I'm going to go home. What so, a joy. Six days off. Growing up, growing up poor, I don't know about you, Pat. Like, I know they say you get those six days and you get paid for them, but it seems like a trap and you're going to fire me and not let me come back and I'm yeah. going to be poor and destitute forever. Hey, Pat, uh, performance review. We saw that you took three of your five sick days last year. Oh, yeah, I was deathly ill and in the well, hospital. Uh, uh, did you really need to take that many? 
I was encouraged by my supervisor. Well, she regardless, said, I think we're going to move on. I was trying to protect the people I work we're gonna with. We're going to move on. <laughs> I'm going to die. Let I me tell you home. something. Barbara was a real chick. She'd World been class married five times. She said, I'm good at getting married. I'm not good at staying married. She, was, uh, she ended up moving to Vegas after the company went under. Makes sense. Anyway, she said to me at one point when I used to call in after I was drinking at Dublin's uh, Irish pub all night and I'd on a school night and I'd call. I don't think you need to say Irish pub. Oh, right. I had the exact same well, thought. It was yeah. it was used to be on Sunset Boulevard. I wanted to give uh, the audience at least a frame of reference mm-hmm. for what I'm uh, talking about. It's like about. going, uh, we ate at Marrakesh last night. It's a Middle Eastern <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that. It'd be mar- Go ahead. So uh, Barbara, one time I did like the sick uh, voice because I've been up till four in the morning uh, at a bar and I have to work the next day, but I have no way I'm going to be able to form. So I was like, uh, leave a message. It's Barbara. Beep. Uh, Barbara. <laughs> I think I'm sick. I am not going to be able to make it today. Sure. So give me a call. I'll be happy to come in if you guys need me, but I'm pretty sick. Well, Barbara calls me at eight in the morning and she says, you can use it as a sick day. I don't need the phony voicemails anymore. She re- kept it real, Barbara. Wow, Classic Barbara. Barbara. She is like your mom, just calling you on your bullshit. Yeah. But the wicked or not, you could stay home, <laughs> have some snacks, watch some South Park on VHS that you taped. Exactly. Back to the, uh, I'll, I'll wrap this story up. So anyway, I go home. I drive in my SL Saturn. And I'm driving on the 101 freeway, and it's raining that day. And guess what? I have to vomit. So I have to pull over the car on the 101 freeway and just open up my fucking window and vomit out of there. I finally make it home to my shitty apartment. But get this. I, uh, this text didn't exist back in 2001. You had to get the voicemails. You pressed your recorder. Lana, who I'm in love with and obsessed with at this point, you know, honey, I hope you feel well. She had a beautiful English accent. By the way, she was raised in England. And she goes, uh, don't forget. You miss her? To- no. She turned out to be a complete witch. Uh, she goes. Uh, Did she show a finger up your ass? No, no, no. That was Lorena. That's, those are the two. It just cannot keep them straight. Yeah. And then you're like, no, that one's Lorena. Lorena owned, Lorena owned a uh, hair salon. She was a 35-year-old La- La- Latina. And she was wacky. And I know where you'd, you'd be confused because I have... Uh, uh, Lebanese Lana and, and, uh, and Looney. Lebanese Lana is the one that tried to punch you in the face. That's where right? this story is going. So uh, Lana reminds me that tonight is going to be the first night that I meet all her friends at the Standard on Sunset Boulevard, a very, very kooky hotel. And I'm like, I'm sorry, oh are my- you sick right now? No. Why? Do I sound sick? No, no, no. In this moment. Oh, I'm in the full throws of food poisoning at eight in the morning. Got it. And now I'd I'd already confirmed with her that I'd meet her friends that night at the standard. All her friends, all her judgy McJudgy friends, all her coworkers. I have food poisoning. So it is literally an impossibility to... I, I was thinking about this last night, how weak I was. And I was talking to my father today. Um who had amoebic dysentery in the jungles of Vietnam um, and had to get medevaced out because this stuff is you, there is no willing yourself to the standard Mm -hmm. or to the evac point. You know, it is, you don't really have a choice. I mean, you know, dad was like, if you're really, you know, mentally strong, you can keep willing yourself until you just lose consciousness. But like, you can't, you're so fucked up. You can't just go out. 
well, to the standard a kooky spot so on i got sunset. 12 hours well, what was it what were you about to say just it, it's like mma fighters there's levels yeah. of those le- levels of heart and and some people they'll get rocked and they'll go down they'll put their hands over they won't defend fight called some people fight through it until they can barely stand but at some point you just can't withstand you the punishment can't withstand and, and, it. and make it to the evac point or the standard i'm oh. glad you guys have set this up because what i didn't realize now because my wife uh i'm going to compare it to the show naked and afraid when it's like four days and they drank the water they shouldn't drink but they got to make it 21 more days so they fight through yeah. well they just need to sleep on the ground and let ants crawl over them i had to meet lana's friends Oh, my God. So I got 12 hours in my head, and I don't know I have food poisoning, so I'm just thinking, I'll get over this. I'll, I'll Maybe I'll run across the street to Rite Aid, and I'll buy, I don't know what, God knows what, put in my body, and and I will get to that standard, and I will meet Lana's friends. What because a I terrible idea. So I tell her. Because there's no way you can make a good first impression. Your wit is too dulled. Yes. Your sunken cheeks, sweating. Sunken cheeks, yeah. <laughs> so I sleep all day. Hollow eyes. I, like, that guy's a creep. Yeah. I empty my body Does out. Does he have AIDS? I do everything I can. And seven o'clock rolls around, and I put my ass in a shower, and I put clothes on, and I fire up the engines on that SL1 Saturn, and I roll great over year, the hill car. to meet my beautiful girlfriend, Lana, who I want to impress. Who punched you in the friend. face. This is where I'm going with this. So I hang in there. We hang out in the lobby. We have very expensive drinks. I make small talk. I'm very sick. I have to excuse <laughs> myself to go to the bathroom a few times. Probably thinking, what's he got, a fucking Coke problem? Yeah, but uh, honestly, it'd be a lot cooler if you did. Oh, Jesus. Another story I've told, I think, on this. This is where I went into the bathroom, and there's a fucking dude in there, and he's staring at the mirror, and he goes, you fucking own this town. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Maybe, uh, anyway. That's the kind of shit you see at the standard. So I last till midnight unbelievable and, and i'm and i got a couple drinks in me too yeah i'm sure you know you lived a pretty long life mm-hmm. old joke oh all oh, right all right so this i'm is sure that you have had acts where you felt pretty heroic you know mm-hmm. you're like pat you did a good job there mm-hmm. that was a tough spot you were in i can't think of one more profound than this i mean pussy will do that to you oh got it mm-hmm. wow yeah. Even though my mind wasn't on that, I was thinking bigger picture. Sure. I'm going to marry this girl. Well, She's it's the an unconscious. It's an unconscious treasure that is motivating you, mm-hmm. driving you forward. So I'm actually starting to feel actually a little better because at this point now, I'd been in the throes of food. Point. What is it? It's 20, like a 24 hours. Yeah. So although I don't know, I'm I'm still. Oh, stuff's not great today. That's oh, where, it's like you got hit by a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still in recovery. I'm still there. So we're all hanging out with the friends, and it's starting to wrap up. Right. And I will, I have, I've made it. I got through it. So uh, Lana hops in my car, and this is, we're driving somewhere. I thought we were going to go back to Brentwood so I could pass out. And this is when she, uh, she's in the passenger seat, and she says, uh, oh, uh, do you mind? Um, we're all heading over to another bar. Yeah. And I said, uh, we've already been talking to those people. Okay. And then I'm driving, but I didn't realize she had a little temper on her, Lebanese Lana. Sure. So I, I don't, my memory, I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was, it was somehow offensive. I, I didn't articulate well, it well. Well, what you just said was offensive. Yeah. It could have been said better. But, uh, a lot. But there's context. I was sick all day. And right, I, but you I didn't had, tell her that. Oh, no, she knew I'd, I'd gotten... Oh, okay. I was sick. She didn't know it was the, the, the level because I didn't want to come off as a whiny pussy. Right. 
Um, and I said something, and that's when she punched me right in my face while I was driving. You yeah. got Chris Brown. Yeah. Yeah. While I was driving, not her driving. Oh yeah, reverse Chris. Brown. She could have knocked me out, and we both could have died. I could have ran off the road and hit a right. fucking tree because she knocked me out. That's what I probably should have known. Yeah, it's so funny when you get really angry, you kind of get irrational and you don't like factor in things like if I do kind of hit a sweet spot and he goes limp, we might, you know, drive into oncoming traffic. Lebanese Lana sounds like she did have quite a temper. Oh, maybe she, yeah. maybe she was. Had, I dumped her ass. Maybe she had her wits about her and she knew if she hit him in the right spot, they would both end up dead. That's true. Yeah. And maybe that, she was trying was to do a, like a very ro- violent Romeo and Juliet. No, kind of thing. she wants to live. She wants to live. Now, here's a. Uh, I think I know the answer, but you didn't break up with her the next day. No. Right. No, it lasted another year. It was a very tumultuous re- relationship. A year after you get punched in the face. A year. Actually, so it lasted crazy. a year and a half. And she used to get mad at me if I wouldn't put out. Did you have sex the night she punched you in the face? No. Oh, no. And Woke up the next morning, though, and probably went at it. <laughs> but uh yeah it was a crazy relationship throw was, up on the mouth stuff no, like that no 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 no. what a beautiful relationship uh, yeah yeah but we we broke up but get this we broke up and then uh two months later because her family traveled a lot and it, one of them lived in new york i emailed her and said i just check in i know we're not talking but i just want to check and make sure your family's okay he emailed yeah it, we didn't have texts then yeah it was 2001 yep 2001 the day that TSA changed forever. Yeah. Thanks, Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what? Speaking of, um, do you have anything? I do. I have, a, I have a fake sick story and a food poisoning story. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, maybe I'll make it brief because I've told it years ago, but <clears throat> I feel like it was on like The Bachelor or something. But uh, so I, I, said, I said yesterday, actually, like, I don't miss work that often because of being ill. Yeah. I have called in to work being ill, but if I ever do that, I'm lying. And one time when I did that was in 2011, and I was working at- 10 years after the day TSA changed forever. That's crazy. Or in two years after uh, Ryan, the chef's dad, died. Yep. Yeah. Uh, But- so Working sad. at Sports Authority, Eden Prairie, selling shoes to uh, uh, housewives. Uh, fun gig, fun gig. I was the insult king. Uh, well, one weekend uh, it sprung up on me that it was Soundset, which was the big hip-hop music festival. that uh, It was put on by Atmosphere, uh, Slug yeah, and Ant. You right. know, a lot, lots of people know Atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, what uh, a poet. And, uh, it How many people have gotten food poisoning from fucking Juicy Lucy's? <laughs> My God. What They're a file combination. Prone, prone to giving you food poisoning? The Juicy no, Lucy's? it's just, it's a, it's a, yeah, that's un, unfair of me. Juicy Lucy's look delicious. I've never had one, but. Um, and what a wild game of word association is because I referenced Minneapolis. You said yeah. Juicy Lucy. I don't yeah. know how many people know that. Uh, What's uh, a Juicy Lucy? A uh, Juicy Lucy is a Minneapolis staple. Well, I live in LA. What is it? It's a it's a burger with with a cheese in the oh, center melted in of the middle? it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I was Matt's doing, Bar is the originator. Yeah. And there's there's kind of a like Detroit has its Coney Island wars or whatever. Right. Uh Minneapolis has its Juicy Lucy wars. Mm. There are disputes. Uh, some People are bar. killed over it. Yeah. Is that right? Uh the streets of Minneapolis are incredibly bloody. Speaking of the shithole that is Minneapolis today, uh uh First Avenue because of uh 
pushback, blowback on the just read this on the on what happened? Uh, Dave Chappelle show. Dave, Dave Chappelle was supposed to perform there, but because of pushback, because of his anti-trans uh, material, they canceled the show because Sick. of the safety of their audiences. Uh, they are not just a black box that holds performances. They care about the people that come into their walls. Right. Uh, it disgusts me. Which I, would mostly be Dave Chappelle fans. Coincidentally, I yeah. I, coincidentally, I saw Dave Chappelle at. Uh, that is such a great point. The people they are canceling on are fucking pissed. No one feels protected. Uh, I saw Dave Chappelle at First Avenue. I digress. Well, I mean, I think it's important, though, because, uh, you know, I think that we should be welcoming these conflicts. You know, we need this civil war to get going. Yeah, definitely. We need these these kind of events to pop off so that the ball can get going down the hill. Because right now, we're, we're not quite at a flat line, but we're not at a steep enough yeah. decline. You know what I mean? Um, we need Franz Ferdinand to be assassinated. Yeah. Uh, but it was announced the show wasn't just canceled. It was moved to the Varsity Theater. And I'm sure whosoever pockets or pockets are being deepened, uh, it, it's <laughs> one hand or the other. Uh, yeah. And it's just yeah. a bunch of grandstanding. Sports Authority, working there, Atmosphere, Hip Hop Festival, continues to grow. It was niche. Sound uh, City. Uh-huh. What's it called? Sound Set. Sound uh, Set. Uh, it continued to grow and get bigger and bigger to the point where they were getting really big headliners. This year, it was co-headlined by Mac Miller and Big Boy of, Out- of Outcast. He's dead. Uh, big Boy is not... Mac, Mac Miller absolutely Mac is. Mac Miller. Uh, I was super into Big Boy and just starting to get into Mac Miller, and Mac Miller was actually one of the best live performances. Big I've ever Boy, seen. like L.A. radio, Big Boy. No, no, no Big Boy from uh, from Outcast. Ah, I really oh. hate that song. I hate that song. I really fell in love with him with his solo venture, uh, Sul- Sul- Lucius Left Foot and the Son of Chico Destiny. Mm. Uh, it's, it, it's got bangers. But so off the heels of that album, he's headlining Soundset. And, but I have to work at Sports Authority Saturday. That day's popping. It's probably right. it's summer, gearing up for football and uh, soccer season. Sure, that's the time you get little kids and their their gel pads. That's right, a, that's a store metric. All right, right. right I scare right. these parents into saying their children's heels feel pain. Yeah, and they sell, but right. not not on this day. I call. Let me ask you a question: Do you want your child to suffer? Oh, you don't. Then buy these insults. Yeah, most of the parents that come in here, they care about their children, so they get these, and it's kind of a no right. brainer. But right. whatever you want to do, right. um, yeah, uh, those, yeah, that's a good yeah. line. I remember you said that specific yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, gosh, I yeah you could, could get those, but your child will be in constant pain. Yeah, it's 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 one thing that you don't care that he's going to get made fun of, but that he's going to be in pain and yeah. probably affected for the rest of his life. Physical pain. I don't even call. Actually, I no call, no no show. Yeah. And then, no income, no assets. And then the next day, I call and say that I had my appendix out. Oh, wow. What a fucking lie. So much to the point that I wound. <laughs> my, I actually did have my appendix out nine years earlier. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because if someone follows up, you're going to have to have, you know, you speak, have, yeah. speak with authority on the operation. Right. I absolutely, I absolutely could. Okay. It was up there. And I had the scar and I re-injured the scar and put bandages over it. Wow. Oh my God. God. Why did you take the week off, dude? Uh, uh, because I'm a warrior. Oh. <laughs> Not only that, I curried favor. They're like, look at him out there. Do I want to ask this question or not? 
how did you re-injure the scar? Uh, with a, uh, a a shaver, uh, like a oh uh, electric shaver. Oh my! It did. It didn't even. It didn't hurt at, like at all. It just made it red. It made okay. the area red. Okay. It was. It was quite diabolical. And my buddy Aaron Samuels, who I met at Sports Authority, we became fast friends and still still talk to this day. Uh, he's a he's, he's a listener. I think even a Patreon supporter. Nice. Uh, he he goes don't bullshit a bullshitter, and he just knew completely knew. Well, it's like it's one of those things where you know how we talk about your uh, your uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, your bro- commitment? No, your brother, tall one. Oh, Dwayne. He's a gypsy. Yeah. You know why not put your efforts into actual work? Oh well, as he's at, my to- grandma said he's really smart, and I had to explain to her he's a specialist. Right, he's, he's a not specialist. smart. He's good at one thing. Ripping people off and doing drugs. So I guess it's a bad, bad analog. But you, you I, put I, a lot of work into this rouge. Yeah, but it wasn't like I was building like a drug empire that where I could have built, right. built a legal business. I right, needed right. this one day off right. so I could so, go see Mac Miller and Big Boy. Again, I said bad analog. <laughs> I uh, said bad. Uh, but it worked out. And today, t- today, I believe that type of deceit is is quite horrible, but uh, I think of it as mischief back in the day, but now sure. I, I try my best not to lie. Uh, that's a great story for a podcast 10 years after the fact. Yeah, 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 it really is. And um, yeah, I guess, it, I mean, it calls to mind, I the worst lie I've ever told was I had this food poisoning and I called in for a week straight. I've told it before, but shitting, I, every day I call in and go, hey, can't come in, hey, can't come in, hey, can't come in, I have this terrible thing going on with my bowels. And after four days, I'm so dumb. You know, I'm 20, 21 years old. I'm so dumb that I don't think if you are shitting liquid nonstop for four days Mm -hmm. to the point where you are incapacitated and you cannot come into work, there's something very, very wrong with you. Oh, yeah. You know? Go to the emergency room. You have Ebola (laughs) or something. So my boss was like, are you going to a doctor? And I was like, um, you know, it's the craziest thing. I said I was going to see how I feel tomorrow, but I actually have a doctor's appointment <laughs> too. So I'll just see you on Monday and let you know. Um, anyways, we pray for everybody to not get food poisoning out there. Hey, tell okay. us uh, uh, in the comments section. I don't need to hear this long, like a th- written thesis, uh, thesis or whatever. Just tell me, <laughs> tell me what you ate that, right. that poisoned you. Yeah, I think yeah, that'd yeah. be funny. Or you could do like an equation, like uh, side of chicken <laughs> equals. Well, I mean, we know what's going to happen. Well, so, yeah, just say what you ate. Less words, better. We don't want to hear your bullshit. I love how badass for engagement, but he's like, keep it succinct. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us whatever. I mean, you- whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. Whatever What'd you want to do. The last time I got food poisoning 10 years ago, drive through McDonald's. It was a quarter pounder. I believe it was the mayonnaise that they put on sure. that thing. And it took me out. Yeah, it <laughs> so was, keep it was it like that. split and salty. Keep it like that. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Fresh one of these every week on Patreon.com or extra one of these every week, Patreon.com. Uh, we'll see you next week. I'm Dylan saying goodbye. Nick, say goodbye. Bon voyage. Pat, say goodbye. Bye, guys.